Welcome back to The Word Podcast. I'm Julian Spivey, the editor and lead writer of The Word. You can find us at thewordwebzine.weebly.com. I'm joined tonight by my wife, April Hanson Spivey, and we just finished watching the series finale of ABC's Modern Family. And I'm sad. Yeah, one that's a, a show <laughs> so that has been right with us for 11 years, 250 episodes, uh, like... One of our best TV friends, and we uh, said goodbye to it just moments ago. So, uh, first question: You say you sad. How uh, how many times did you cry during the finale tonight? Oh, okay. So I teared up probably twice because initially when they were first trying to say goodbye, mm-hmm. and then which was hilarious, and they keep kept having to say goodbye because the plane kept getting delayed. Um, so then, of course, at the finale, but there was a couple different moments where I just it it was just really. Uh, what are your general thoughts on the finale tonight? I thought it was a perfect finale. I thought it was sweet. Um, I thought it was funny, just really creative. And, you know, you think after 11 years that sometimes, like, you know, the writers would maybe hit a block. And there were some seasons. And there, there were definitely seasons, right. even early on, that they mm-hmm. just block. But, but they... What's strange about Modern Family is it kind of went through ebbs and flows and waves where it would... It would uh, be kind of an average sitcom, but then it would, you know, it would just get there. Would just have turn a into magical something that episode. was one of the better sitcoms on broadcast TV again. Mm-hmm. They'd have a magical mm-hmm. episode that would always pull it back, just hilarious, and they they were just always able to do that, which was very cool. Yeah, like you said, I think uh, the finale tonight really encapsulated all that made uh, Modern Family great. Uh, it was definitely more sweet and heartwarming than I thought it was funny, uh, but there were definitely, mm-hmm. you know. As in every episode, there are definitely moments that made me laugh out loud. Loud. Uh, one of the uh, uh, ongoing jokes in the finale was uh, little Joe trying to uh, to uh, get Manny ready for his around the world trip by pickpocketing him and and giving him a drink that he didn't see made and basically saying you're going to be you know dead if you don't pay attention or you're going to be dancing for pennies on the uh, streets of Calcutta. Which has got to be the funny, the uh, most I've ever laughed at Joe. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's not a, it's not a character that you get too many laughs from, uh, the youngest, uh, newest character. But uh, it was one of the f- more funnier things in the, uh, in the finale tonight. Uh, was there anything else that you particularly enjoyed? Well, was there a send off by a character or a couple characters that you liked more than others? My heart was really touched by just the Dumphy family. Like, I really thought that was what actually got me, too, was Phil and Claire after their kids were moving out and their house was, you know, um, finally going to be empty. You know, something that they had wanted at the beginning of the episode. And that really that really hit home for me because, you know, we're watching the show and, you know, we're kind of going through that same grieving process. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going to have to fill the hole with another show and there's yeah. not going to be another show like Modern Family, just like with their kids, you know, they're obviously, you know, hopefully, you know, with grandkids and everything, but it's just a, it's a change. It's a dramatic change. And I just thought that was, that was really special. I thought one of the sweeter, um, plot lines in the finale was, uh, Jay learning Spanish. He's been with Gloria for over, you know, the whole 11 seasons. So he's with her before the show started in in mythical, uh, the show's mythical land. And um, he's always kind of been the kind of macho guy who makes fun of some of that stuff. And 
He's been with her this long and hasn't really bothered to pick up much Spanish, but it kind of... Has never it, visited her home country, Yeah, never right? visited her. I don't believe he's ever visited her home country of Colombia, and he's, he's learning Spanish so he can do this uh, in the future. And it just kind of shows the growth of this man from from the, what he was at the start of the series. And I thought that was really a sweet moment. And not only was that the writers did such a good job with that because it was sweet, but it was also hysterical mm-hmm. thinking, you know. Because he's got the headphones in learning the Spanish and, and she thinks he's uh, Losing coming it. down with dementia, basically. Right. So that made for some, some good laughs. Mm-hmm. Um, in the end, the family's going. Uh, they've always been together here in this Californian town and they're going elsewhere cam finally gets his dream job as a football coach in central missouri and uh him and mitchell are moving at the end of the uh series which Uh, i did not see coming because they were just settling down they Mm -hmm. just adopted a new son um they just bought a new house beautiful big house and (laughs) moved all in so it was kind of a uh curveball that they really threw baseball yeah (laughs) uh, what'd you think about that uh Um, other than it being a curveball yeah, I wish I knew enough about football to do a football term for there instead of a baseball term. But, um, you know, I I like the fact that it happened because, really, you've seen this whole series and really where Cam is so much a part of this California life and, you know, Mitchell's family. And, you know, it, it's nice to see that they are going to go to Missouri to really, you know, be a part of Cam's fame. I would love a spinoff. I'm just saying, but uh, I, <laughs> I know they're not going to do it, but yeah, that would be I so fun. Yeah, I don't feel fun. like a spinoff's necessary for the show. But it would be fun. And I do think because, you know, It would be know, fun to see, uh, to see Jesse Tyler Ferguson's terrific portrayal of Mitchell Pritchett in this Missouri town. Oh, for sure. Uh, that aspect would be fun, but other but than that. I love that because we, it's not like, you know, Cam was just from Missouri and it was never really talked mm-hmm. about. I mean, that's been a part of him this mm-hmm. whole series and to know that he's going to get to fulfill that dream and be in his hometown, you know, it's just, it's pretty cool. One of the great one-liners in the finale about, uh, they always poke in front of him being from Missouri was Hamtrak, how they would <laughs> they would get a direct flight into uh, Kansas City and then they could take the Hamtrak in into and, their hometown. And yes, it is a livestock train, but they'll they're in first class, right? With, With the, the show, show pigs. pigs, yes, <laughs> which was which was comical. Mm. Uh, where does the Modern Family series finale rank among all time sitcom series finales for you? Oh, you know. It's hard it's hard to say. I mean, I I'm thinking back in just terms of similar endings mm-hmm. or ones that really, you know, show the, the actually the one that springs to mind was New Girl mm-hmm. because you have this group of friends all being in this loft together mm-hmm. and then their lives are just going in different directions and it's kind of had that feel of that. I mean, I do think it's one of the better ones that I've seen. New Girl ended 2 years ago and I cannot remember a thing about that finale. I really? wonder I wonder if this will be like New Girl, because I love the show too. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if this will be something that I just can't remember in two years. Because uh, to me, to me, it hit all the right notes. I'm sure New Girl probably did too. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, I can't remember. They did a flash forward. They yeah. They had kids. It was yeah. beautiful. <laughs> but uh, it hit all the right notes. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it wasn't the funniest episode of Modern Family. It did everything right. It was heartwarming. It was uh, everything you could want from a, a series finale without uh, irritating you uh, a la How I Met Your Mother and some others. A lot of shows Chuck. just don't know how to end. Uh, but it's not the kind of show, it wasn't the kind of series finale uh, 
like a mash. And of course, that was a two hour, basically right. made for TV movie. But it wasn't necessarily even something like the office ending where where that just seems like something that I'll always remember, especially with Michael Scott coming back. So I don't I don't know. It, it was a very well done series finale, but you know me, I we do on the word uh the uh broadies every year where we pick the best of uh of uh network television and this probably won't even get nominated for the best comedy episode. Uh, it's not my favorite episode of the year. I would say that that would be the Prescott one oh, yeah, uh, from absolutely. around mid-season uh, with guest star Stephen Merchant. So, so I don't, I don't know. It, it's just I wonder if I'll remember this in two years. Do you have anything to add to that? You know, and that's a good point. I mean, I don't know how I will feel about it down the road, but I think for me in this moment and what I needed from the show and the way I needed it to wrap up, it's it did it perfectly. I mean, it was it a prop. Really- it was a proper send off. It it's to be seen how memorable of a send off it'll be. Uh, was you, was there anything that you felt like they left out? Um, I was actually really shocked that they did not talk about what documentary was being made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as you can remember, uh, in the final season of The Office, uh, you actually see the documentary crew, and you see what is the result of this. And I think the reason why you didn't really get that here is because, let's face it, the documentary crew was kind of a shtick. Yeah. And it's yeah. kind of, and they've kept doing kind of the... Uh, side bits Mm -hmm. where they would still do the documentary thing all throughout including uh some of the final season i believe but it just never i I don't know you almost have to suspend your uh uh, belief there because mm -hmm. it's like yeah they were filming it like it was a documentary but well it's like i I don't know maybe 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 they did let us down in that aspect well I mean, part That's of it, a good point. I didn't even think about that. Well, and part of it is, who really cares? I mean, because I didn't really want them to waste time necessarily talking about a documentary, mm-hmm. but I almost somewhat assumed yeah. that they would be. Well, like, you would think you would think because uh, uh, for continuity purposes, you would think that they would at least bring it up. Or like you know, even a flash forward of all mm-hmm. of them watching the documentary yeah. in their different places. I mean, you know, like I just thought they would address it somehow, and they didn't at all. And so I'm not sure how I feel about it exactly, mm-hmm. but I don't. I mean, I don't think it was necessarily missing. I'm just surprised that they didn't bring it up. Was there anybody in the family that got a send-off that they didn't deserve? Um, ooh, that's a good question. I don't, I don't really think there was. Like no, I said, I think it was a proper uh, I think everybody... I'm glad that they did a send-off in particular for the Dumpy children, specifically. The three of them, they gave them kind of their moment to shine where mm-hmm. they you know, were pranking Luke. And it kind of turned into this beautiful moment of these siblings. Because I do think it was important because, you know, these kids grew up on this show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they were so much a part of this comedy and um, of the comedic moments of the show. And I just really, I don't know. I think everybody got their proper send-off. Of the guest stars that we've seen in the past, we saw Elizabeth Banks reprise her role. I don't remember the name of the character. Uh, but I was a little bit surprised that we didn't get anything from Nathan Lane's Pepper. Yeah. Not just in the finale, but I don't believe in the final season whatsoever. And they made reference to yeah, him. Yeah, But I, yeah, I was, that was kind of missing that, especially with the, you know, housewarming party that they did. Yeah. And that would have been just some perfect comedic yeah. moments for Nathan Lane. He would have handled that just awesome, so... 
What are you going to miss the most about Modern Family? The writing, the really strong writing, the way that they can meld these storylines and just combine them and weave them together and just make it hysterical. The way that they can do just the little moments in life and just make them so funny. I mean, really, truly, the, the writing staff, I'm going to miss the writing staff. <laughs> 20 years from now, what, when people think back uh, to Modern Family, if we have a 20 years from now, oh, uh, what will the uh, <laughs> most important thing about the series be, do you think? And I, is this something people are still going to be watching in 20 years? Is this going to be like a Seinfeld or a Friends or, or a MASH that people still want to watch? It's still very popular in syndication. I hope. Um, I think the most important aspect of the show is the way that a gay couple is portrayed. I believe so, I too. Think... If, we, if anybody watched the documentary before uh, the finale tonight, uh, they brought up the uh, point that um, that maybe some people have forgotten that Cam and Mitchell actually got married one year before the Supreme Court made it legal to be uh, gay married in all 50 states in this country. And not even that, though, but just the way that they were you know, portrayed as any other couple, and that's and mm-hmm. as they should be. But you have shows in the past, and I absolutely adore Will and Grace, mm-hmm. but there are a lot of, you know, <clears throat> Jack is over the top. I mean, they're all, they're kind of, they aren't played in a way that's just how an average person would be played. Mm-hmm. And that's, and Mitch and Cam really provided that stable couple. That's what they talked about in that, you know, the series, um, the special before the finale is really, you know, to have role models to look up to. Um, and really to bring just the normalcy of their relationship into the average family home. I mean, they talked about how, you know, Mitt Romney said that was his family's favorite show and how Obama said that was their family's favorite show. I mean, to really bring all sides together, which is so hard to do now especially. So I think that that's what the show is going to be remembered for most. Uh, one bit of... Uh... Modern family, family trivia I've always liked, and they didn't bring it up in the documentary. Uh, they, uh, Ed O'Neill did bring up that he didn't really want to do another 30-minute uh, show after he spent 11 years on Married with Children, the Fox sitcom, and then he ends up spending 11 years on this. So 22 years of his acting adult life has been spent on TV sitcoms. But before Ed O'Neill, supposedly they were trying to cast uh, Craig T. Nelson as Jay Pritchett, and he had uh, the option to do... Uh, Parenthood, which was one of our favorite shows for many years on uh, NBC. It lasted six years, so about half the run of Modern Family. And he took uh, Parenthood because it was a better uh, paying gig, I believe, and then Ed O'Neill got this job. I could not see, uh, as as much as I love uh, Craig T. Nelson, I'm glad he went to do Zeke Braverman on Parenthood because I just cannot see anybody doing this other than Ed O'Neill. No, and because and we talk about you know Craig T. Nelson, he always even and maybe I've just that's just how I know him as an actor from Parenthood, but he always had that edge, mm-hmm. and Ed O'Neill had the edge at the beginning, but you really he played this character with such heart and mm-hmm. such growth as you had mentioned earlier, and I just don't think it would have been the same. I think Ed O'Neill just brought this like sweetness to the role that I just don't think I could see from Craig T. Nelson. So, Our friend uh, Tyler Glover, who uh, has done some of these podcasts with us before and who's written some stuff for The Word before, uh, said on uh, Facebook tonight after he watched the episode, he said, my kids are young and have many, many years before leaving home, but this line tonight in the Modern Family finale had me in tears. Claire says, they're really leaving. What do we do? And Phil answers, what people have always done, leave the porch light on they come back. I believe that was the last line for, for Claire and Phil 
in the finale, and it was the line of anything that stood out to me. And he also said, uh, Tyler, that is, said that he really enjoyed that uh, when all the porch lights are being turned off at the the very last Mm -hmm. thing you see, the Dunphy house turns their light off, but then they remember and they flip it right back on. Oh, that uh, was so Which perfect. I think is the most touching moment of the finale. So yeah. I believe Tyler is absolutely spot on. Now, didn't they that. all say goodbye as a family after that? I feel like they, I can't remember it's exactly. But I, the the But regardless, yeah. that was just, oh, I just love it. It was so perfect. Uh, do you have anything you want to talk about uh, about the finale tonight before we get to some other stuff? Because you did a couple of lists for the word, uh, the five greatest Modern Family episodes of all time, and you ranked all the main characters from, from I hate to word it this way, but I guess from best to worst. And, uh, and it's really, okay, and to preface this, it's very hard to rank, um, obviously they're all fantastic characters. The show wouldn't be on for so long, really, <laughs> if they aren't fantastic, but yes. So we can get to those in a second, but if there's anything about tonight's finale that you want to uh, bring up before we get to that. Um, well, I love that they had, um, and I'm, if, if it's a Barkley reference, you know, mm-hmm. about bringing... It seemed to be. Yeah. I love how they brought up different references from the past. I mean, I thought that that was kind of a sweet love letter One to One that it. they didn't bring up that I thought they would would be the step on the, on the stairs. I think he fixed the step. Yeah. You Recently. Kind of, you kind of saw it with uh, a few episodes ago when Claire fell through it. How, <laughs> however, it would have been kind of interesting had one of them yeah. fallen when they were all on the stairs. That would have been interesting. But, you know, I... I think also something that really stuck out to me was the that they did have a hilarious moment with Phil and Jay, and they really needed that. Oh, that 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 I think that was actually the one that got me just, uh, to to laugh out loud the most. If mm-hmm. you tell people what it was. So basically, Phil comes in to talk with Jay, and Jay is learning, you know, Spanish, of course. So he's got his earbuds in, and you know, he starts saying different lines, and Phil's thinking he's talking to him. You know, I'm finished and everything is one of the things he says. And Phil's like, you're not finished. It's fine. Like, he thinks he's depressed. And then (laughs) Jay asks, you know, I want a spoon. This is, you know, a line he says out loud for whatever reason. I don't know why he 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 was uh, running down a, uh, uh, I guess he was going to, intended to uh, show glory that he had learned Spanish at a restaurant. Because ah, he was, okay. prior to that, he was talking about waiters and stuff. That makes sense. Um, so anyway, and I, Phil thinks, oh, okay. And he literally goes to spoon him while, you know, Jay is laying on the bed. He goes like in to spoon him. And Jay just freaks out and like, what are you doing? And it was so perfect because you had all these awkward moments throughout the series One with Phil and best, Jay. Uh, best uh, reoccurring gigs. Oh yeah, is there the awkwardness and you never thought you honestly I never thought in the finale that I could have a laugh out loud moment like that between those two. So it was so perfect. It was such a silly simple moment, but that's what makes the show perfect. Definitely a great final moment for those two characters who really gave us some of the funniest moments with their bits together like that. Their little awkward bits. Uh, let's do uh, run down your list of the five greatest Modern Family episodes. I know this was kind of hard for you to, to narrow it down to just five. It was five. so hard. Uh, and, I th- and I don't even know if I can choose a favorite Modern Family episode, so I agree it was kind of hard. But the one that you had at number five is one that really stood out to me as maybe the most inventive episode the show has ever done. 
uh, most unique uh, episode the show has ever done. It came from season six, and it was an episode called Connection Lost, which I actually awarded it as the best comedy uh, episode of the year uh, when that show had its sixth season. And uh, you wrote in your article that the show's co-creator, Steve Levitan, he told The Hollywood Reporter back in 2015 when the episode aired uh, that he got the idea after FaceTiming with his daughter. And it wasn't so much about the product placement of Apple products, but it just came from life and it made sense. Uh, so basically the entire episode is filmed using Apple products like uh, iPhones, iPads, computers, uh, I guess MacBooks. Um and this just was an interesting thing. And, and this week, in in midst of the COVID-19 pandemic in this country, uh, the new CBS drama All Rise has decided that they're going to do a similar episode with just MacBook Pros and iPhones and everything and, and connect it all together, uh, which is something that I'm pretty sure uh, this episode of uh, Modern Family five years ago was the first to ever do. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have anything you want to say about that? You know, and it's so interesting because I, I really probably should go back and watch it because I don't remember exactly, you know, the episode being laugh out loud funny, but it was just so innovative. So mm-hmm. that's why I included it on my A list. lot of times when it comes to to shows the innovations and and oh wow i've never seen another show do this before is what stands out to me and i can compare it to not in anything other than innovation because uh, definitely nothing else about these shows are similar but atlanta did a show in its most recent season a couple years ago season two called teddy perkins which it's not even attempting to be funny but it's basically going off the horror horror tropes and they did it without commercials and the way that they wrote it. You couldn't have really paced it for commercials. So just unique episodes really get to me uh, when it comes to greats in, in a series run. And number four is an episode that I mentioned was my favorite of the final season. It's great to see an episode from a final season make a greatest uh, episodes list. Because a lot of times when you get to shows, people just... And, and this also happened with Modern Family, like most shows. Mm-hmm. People just start to tune out and they don't they don't care as much anymore because they've kind of gotten uh, even if the show maybe hasn't gotten stale their interest in it has but the episode 10th episode of this final season called the prescott uh was great alex played by ariel winter moves into a uh, luxury apartment complex all her family wants to get in to to use the amenities of this complex uh there is basically a a front desk clerk slash butler uh, named Higgins, played by actor Stephen Merchant, who is one of the co-creators with Ricky Gervais of the original The Office in Britain. And his performance was one of the funniest of anybody this year. The best guest appearance on the final season of Modern Family. And apparently, and I didn't remember this, he had been in an episode playing a similar role many years ago, I don't remember the title, and I don't because I don't even remember it at all. But man, was this just one of the funniest things on TV all year? Do you have anything you want to add about the Prescott episode? Well, I just love, and this is again how Modern Family, and it reminds me of another episode we're going to talk about: the way that they can merge storylines mm-hmm. and how everybody interconnects. That um, was just, just hilarious. I mean, just the way that yeah. I also like it when an episode can use one setting, and they were oh, yeah. able to do that mm-hmm. in this episode. Uh, number three on your list was an episode. Uh, in fact, the top three on your list all come from the first season, know, which kind just... of which kind of shows you how terrific Modern Family's uh, debut season was. Uh, 
number three is Fizbo. The ninth episode of season one is the first episode in which uh, Cameron places clown alter ego Fizbo. What do you want to add about Fizbo? Well, and I love, you know, in the special tonight before the finale is, you know, how Cam... That was Eric Stone Street's Street. idea. That was it very was. interesting. That was how he had wanted to be a clown. And that was just kind of his character. And that was just amazing. Like, I love that. And that made sense to me how much he connected with that. Um, no, Fizbo is just one of those perfect episodes. And again, it was kind of like the Prescott in terms of just the way that they can weave an episode together. You have all these different storylines and it's basically Luke's party and just a whole bunch of things going on. But but really, the main thing is Cameron just being this ridiculous clown. Mitchell can't really wrap his head around this. He just doesn't like him being Fizbo. And then um, I remember, I believe it was someone try, was trying to rough up Mitchell or something. I think there was like a car incident. And he just went off on this guy in dress as full Fizbo. And Mitchell was like, oh, my husband's a badass. Like, even as a clown. So it was just such a sweet moment and just hilarious. Just a great episode. Uh, number two on your list is The Incident, which is uh, the fourth episode of season one. It is the debut of possibly the, considered to be the greatest guest appearance in Modern Family History, where Shelley Long plays Dee Dee, Jay Pritchett's uh, first wife, the ex-wife, the mother of, uh, of um, Claire and Mitchell. And um, there's another reason why you really love this episode. Uh, there's a certain song that really... Uh, <laughs> was one of the highlights of the, the, of the show. I just want to do you, do you. <laughs> okay, I know that's disturbing. Can't believe but... I just did that. <laughs> okay. You want to so add anything else about I need to the probably, incident? I need to probably explain what that song was. So basically the incident is where Dee Dee, of course, Jay Pritchett's um, ex-wife, comes back in the picture after this horrible scene that she caused at Jay and Gloria's wedding. And she's trying to make amends, and she's just... Um, seeped in criticism. I mean, Shelley Long is just perfect in this role. She's fantastic. And so, you know, the whole episode is her trying to make amends. And at the end, she basically tries to strangle Gloria. And Dylan, you know, wants to kind of just bring the family together at the end and sing this beautiful song for Haley, um, his girlfriend. And so he starts playing and it's, you know, singing this song in the moonlight. And it's talking about how he just wants to do her <laughs> under the moonlight. And I mean, she's just st sitting there smiling and he's just playing the song and the expressions on all the actors faces are it's just just mind-boggling each one has a different type of reaction to that you know you see phil's expression as a father <laughs> to this you know to dylan singing this and just different you know cam and mitchell's expressions as uncles they're just like oh my gosh this is so awkward and everything so yes it, it was such an awesome episode and then to add that like classic moment of modern family so that's why i had to sing a little part of it um <laughs> it was just it was great i'm sure the listeners appreciated your, i'm sure uh, they did your performance <laughs> uh and the greatest episode of modern family all time in your opinion is run for your wife which was the sixth episode of the debut season what do you want to say about run for your wife not only was it the best modern family episode it's one of the best comedy episodes ever i just love this episode oh my goodness it's basically you know obviously doing the different storylines with the families but um phil basically the kids are going back off to school the dumpy kids first day of school and phil wants to you know cheer Claire up because he thinks that she's, you know, going through an empty nest kind of situation, which she just wants to read a book and kind of do her thing and go for a run. And he challenges her because he 
wants to go run with her and she's like you can't run as fast as me and so basically they go into this challenge and then um uh manny wants to wear this you know traditional colombian poncho to school and that you know uh creates some sort of funny you know uh reaction from jay who of course discourages it and gloria defends it and but really the funniest funniest moment of that episode is really mitch and cam and as new parents you know cam uh, tries to convince Mitchell to stop, you know, being so serious, stop trying to baby-proof the house, just hold Lily, have fun with her. And he accidentally winds up bumping her head on the, you know, door frame as he's dancing with her. And so they rush her to the pediatric, you know, doctor and um, go through that. And then they accidentally lock her in the car. <laughs> and some of the funny, I still can hear Cameron just screaming, I swear to God, I'm going to break it, as yeah, he's, he's running, running at the, the car with a trash can. And Mitchell is on the phone with 911 saying <laughs> that... 911 asks, uh, sir, can you... Is that yeah, your wife? She, she, he said, we locked our baby in the car and people are judging us. Yeah. And she, he's like, you know, sir, just calm down your wife. And he's like, that's not my wife. That's a man. And they're like, really? And it was just... And then, you know, everything works out. But it's just so funny. Before we run too long, let's get to your ranking of the greatest modern family characters. And I will say... And probably correctly so, you have the six adult actors from the series as your top six. So we'll just run through, we'll get to those, but we'll just run through the children actors uh, really quick. You have uh, Nolan Gould as Luke Dunphy at number 11. Uh, and you said it was the one character that just never really made too big of a, an impression on you. Is there a reason why? You know, and even watching some of the highlights from the special today, I mean, I really do remember some of his funny moments mm-hmm. when he was little. But I think as he got older, he just, there wasn't quite a spot for he, him. He kind of, he, they they kind of made his character douchey when he yeah. got older. And it just, it didn't really click with me You have uh, Rico Rodriguez's performance as Manny Delgado at number 10. You say in the article, Manny Delgado can be a lot. And I think that was the case for some of these characters throughout the run. And some of them had moments where even though they could be a lot, uh, they weren't necessarily insufferable. And let's, let's be honest. Manny had some moments that were just ter- uh, uh, terribly funny, but he's also pretty insufferable. I don't think so. I think that's a little overkill, but yes, I mean, he, as I said, he could be a lot. <laughs> The character of the main cast that didn't really get as much uh, storylines throughout the run uh, was uh, uh, Lily Tucker Pritchett, played by Aubrey Anderson Emmons. But she does have some of the great dry humor, one-liner moments that just show you that the writers were so in tuned and this being Mitchell's kid. Oh, yeah, that's a really good point. And really, and she did such a good job with that. She really, um, she really shined in that way. And you have uh, uh, Alex Dunphy, played by Ariel Winter, at number eight. And you say in your article that her hu- her character's humor is very much in the same vein as Jesse Tyler Ferguson's Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Do you want to add anything about that? Well, just that they're, you know, both very smart. I mean, she was the smart child of the Dunphy children, and I think Mitchell was kind of the smart one, too. You know, there's a lot of lot of similarities between Claire and Haley, you know, just throughout the whole series. Um, so I just think it was kind of neat to watch, you know, their relationship and just kind of have her be that that smart, you know, comic relief at times. And I think rightfully so. Out of all the uh, children actors who all became adults throughout the run of the series, except for uh, maybe uh, uh, Anderson Emmons, you have uh, Haley Dunphy played by Sarah Hyland, and I think that sh- her performance was definitely a head above the others, and she's the only one of the of the 
children cast that was nominated on our website's uh, broadcast TV awards. You want to add anything about the performance of Haley? I just love that she, you know, went from this party girl, mm-hmm. you know, teenager, you know, this teenage angst that she, this relationship she had with her mom to, you know, being an adult. I mean, it just it was neat to watch her grow in that way. I think that was because of her age at the time and how she, you know, her age now at the finale, she had that time to do that and you think her relationship with dylan in the end mirrors that of her parents oh absolutely it totally mirrors. i mean dylan reminds me so much of phil and just everything that we know about his past and you know the way that um you know even the disapprovingness you know when jay didn't approve of phil and you have claire not approving of dylan i mean it's very because you know claire and jay are very very similar personalities so it just it, it mirrored everything around about it and i loved that at number six, you have Claire Dunphy, played by Julie Bowen. Uh, I would probably have this one a little bit higher than that, but why do you have her at six? You know, I just feel like, okay, Claire Dunphy is perfect. All these characters are wonderful. Yeah. I should really point that out. But really, I I think that the other ones just made more of a, um, just more of a mark. But, you know... I just, I love that, the thing I really love about Julia Bowen is the fact that her physical humor is hysterical, and it really um, is just as much as her, you know, wit. I mean, she really, she wasn't, um, she was never pigeonholed into the stereotypical mom. Like, she, she really played the character with so many different levels. So, I mean, she's hysterical. I just love it. At number five, you have Eric Stone Street as Cameron Tucker. Now, this one surprised me because knowing you and watching the show with you for 11 years now, I would have pegged him in the top three for you. I know you were surprised. You thought it was going to be, like, number one or two or Not something. necessarily number one, but uh, mm-hmm. I, number two would not have surprised me. Definitely would have thought it would have been top three. So I definitely think he's got to be the most unique out of the bunch. I mean, they really, I mean, he's a gay farm boy raised in Missouri, former football star who went to clown school. I mean, Dab Fisbo. I mean, he's loud and dramatic, intense, you know, funny, but he's also very like, you know, football oriented and just, you know, he just, he has so many layers and Eric Stone Street really played all of those layers so well. And I don't think he went into stereotypical mode. Like, I mean, he's he's dramatic. Like, he did that a lot. But I don't think it was overkill. I do think that he just, he played it very well. At number four, you have Sofia Vergara's performance as Gloria Delgado-Pritchett. What do you have to say about that one? I mean, she's awesome. And, you know, she could have been this, they could have created her character very different, different you know, um, differently (laughs) um they could have had her be this gold digger and maybe just kind of stuck up and she's never she's never been stuck up she's very down to earth she's gorgeous funny and i love that you know when we talked or she had mentioned this on the special of just how she played this very loud latin woman and she wasn't apologetic for it she didn't have to be and she really kind of gave a voice to you know other she also said in that special that she really hadn't seen a character like her that talked like her since ricky ricardo and i love lucy which was in the 50s so we're talking a half century without Mm -hmm. her really seeing a character that Breck uh, reminded her of herself and her culture, which was just really Which is huge. Yeah, and that really, and I agree, because I kind of thought about that after she mentioned it, and I really, I would have to agree with that. That's crazy, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, your third greatest character on Modern Family is Jay Pritchett, is played by uh, TV comedy veteran Ed O'Neill. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and again, it's kind of the same with Glory. You know, they could have written him as just being this no fun dad and just, you know, making him very crusty. And, you know, they did at the beginning. If you watch those early episodes, he really was different. Um, but, you know, he turns into this just he just evolves into this, you know, has this loving side, but he's still, he's still got his crustiness. Um, and I think still one of the funniest lines that he ever said, um, just spot on comedy gold lines after helping Mitchell, you know, make this castle for Lily when she was a baby, um, this outside, he said, that was my Vietnam and I was in Vietnam. <laughs> I mean, it was still one of the classic lines. So he just, yeah. I might've had him as high as number two. You have him in top three. There's nothing to argue about there. Mm -hmm. Uh, number two on my, on your list, would would have been number one on my personal list, and that's Mitchell Pritchett as played by Jesse Tyler Ferguson. The one-liners, the eye rolls, uh, facial expressions, I, I've always felt like this character was more uh, closer in line to my personality, which is probably why I liked him. Uh, why do you have him at number two? I just think that there's no one better that does. He can just do facial expressions mm -hmm. and you can, he can just look it and you can just bust out laughing. And, you know, to me, it very reminded me very much of Andy Taylor to, you know, Cameron's Barney Fife. If you're going to look at it from an Andy Griffith if standpoint. Andy yeah. and Barney were a gay couple? Yes. Okay. <laughs> but that would have changed the Andy Griffith show for a lot of viewers. He <laughs> He played the straight man. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. the pun intended. Um, to Cameron's over-the-top comedy. And you could say this about some straight men in history. Even though he was a straight man, it's weird that we're using that. It's a comedy <laughs> term for these characters. Yeah. But even though he played that character to Cam, he always, in my opinion, got the funnier laughs of the two. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he it's because he just killed with his okay. facial expressions. And I think... Um, you know, again, for him, he never made um, Mitchell into this gay caricature. And that was so important for the show to not do that. We learned uh, tonight that ABC initially did not want Ty Burrell uh, to portray Phil Dunphy, whose Mind. last character left. So it's number one on your list. Mind blown by yeah. that. I think that they instantly knew that they... Uh, I instantly knew that the the fact that they did not want him was the wrong call and are glad that they ended up with him. Uh, what do you have to say about Phil Dunphy? I mean, just he's going to go down as one of the best TV dads, I mean, in the yeah. history of television. He's goofy, lovable, hilarious. You know, he's got, <laughs> whether he's doing weird magic tricks or, you know, talking about being a cheerleader in college or his alter ego, Clive Bigsby, for the Valentine's Day episode. I mean, it it's... He's he had this slapstick physical comedy that was so spot on, and it just but it combined it with his you know sweet demeanor and just he just had it all, and I I just love that character. Uh, that about uh, does it for us on the Modern Family front. Is there anything you wanna you wanna add? I am going to be so sad, and I actually really feel like I want to go back and like watch, especially since we're in this time of you know not having a lot of options yeah. right now. And um, I really would like to go back and kind of watch, you know, rewatch Modern Family. Well, you can find our articles and reviews at thewordwebzine.weebly.com. You can listen to us as you're doing now on the Word Podcast. You can find us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We record through Anchor, upload it through Anchor. So pretty much anywhere podcasts are listened to you can find us you can also find us on social media at the word webzine on both facebook and twitter i appreciate y'all listening today thank you to my wife april hanson spivey for joining us and writing all these great 
Modern Family articles for us. Um, so, well, thank appreciate you so much. that. I appreciate and it. I hope y'all enjoyed the series finale and our little wrap up and chat about Modern Family. And go ahead and uh, con- comment. Go on yeah, the word and yeah. comment. Leave us a tell review, us please. what. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you.